Good evening to everyone. Oh boy. <laughs> it is great to be here this evening. Perhaps we are a little bit uh, weary. I'm not, getting, I'm not as nervous as I was in the past, but uh, don't let that fool you either. It's still uh, preaching the Word of God is an awesome responsibility. I want to thank each of you who have made our arrival here. We begin to settle in, but these new quarters keep coming up, and it's like deja vu again and starting over. But uh, so many have been so kind and generous to us, and for that we are grateful and pray we can return in some small way. Tonight I was struggling with what lesson or what lesson should I come up with, and I kept going. I'm like, you know, Gibson is getting closer and closer. You better find something. And then all of a sudden I got a hold of something. I'm like, oh, wait, 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 wait. Now I better cut something out. It's going to be too much. And so for just a few minutes, I want us to consider what we know as the judgment. If you would be turning in your Bibles to Matthew chapter 12, we'll be considering several verses this evening. But as you're turning there, I want to tell you the story of a young man who was full of zeal and wanting to be a soul winner. He lived in a small community and he set out on foot one day to find someone to study the Bible with. And he came upon a farmer in the field uh, tending to the crop in the field. And as he goes up to the farmer, he asks him, Are you laboring in the vineyard of the Lord, my good man? And that farmer says, Nah, these are soybeans. The young man says, You don't understand. Are you a Christian? The farmer says, Nope. My name is Jones. You're looking for Jim Christian. He lives about a mile down the road around that holler. The young man is starting to wonder, what is he doing wrong? Trying again, he asks the farmer, are you lost? No, I've lived here all my life. Finally, the young man says, sir, are you ready for the resurrection? The farmer says, when is it going to be? And that young man says, it could be today. It could be tomorrow. It could be the next day. That farmer says, well, don't tell my wife. She'll want to go all three days. And so somewhat a little bit humorous, but that might be someone's understanding. Matter of fact, a lot of people's understanding of what is this resurrection? What is this judgment? What are you talking about? Are you a foolish person? A lot of people just are not interested in the things of God. We must be careful also, brethren. It is easy for us to get caught up in this thing that we call life and to get into a routine of things and forget just how awesome our God is. To forget just how many privileges and how many wonderful blessings that God sheds upon us. Let me remind us this evening that we are sojourners. It's not about this earth. It's not about the tangible things of this earth and what man places value on. It's about where our soul is headed into an eternal destiny of heaven or hell. And so now that this has been brought to our attention, if you can, I I make this kind request of you this evening. Try and step aside in your minds for just a moment where you are right now. I'm pretty tired this evening, but I believe we're at Wednesday night devotional. At least last time I, I checked with myself. But just put everything aside, life, what's going on, what you have to do this evening, what's coming up tomorrow. And I want you in your mind, block everything out and ask yourself this one question. 
Are you prepared for the judgment? Now, based upon your knowledge of Scripture, there will be a varying of answers. Based upon what we want it to be, it might change our answers. But what does the Bible say? Well, in Numbers 32, verse 23, Moses had warned several people there, the tribes of Reuben and Gad and half the tribe of Manasseh, that their sins would find them out. You see, they wanted to stay on one side of the river, but Moses was saying, you need to go and help your brethren. And if you don't, your sins are going to find you out. For us, we may get away with everything we have done in this life, but the Bible teaches that one day we are going to give an account, a reckoning of our sins. It's going to be a day of reckoning as each of us must keep an appointment. And we will give an account for the things that either we have or have not done. And so, number one, there's going to be a day of reckoning. Should be in your Bibles now at Matthew 12, 36 and 37. Read along with me. But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give an account thereof in the day of judgment. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. If you will, please remember that word, account. It's going to come up again. Jesus very plainly, very clearly says that this day of reckoning is going to take place. In Matthew 25, beginning in verse 14, you have the parable of the talents, wherein three men are given one, one talent, one five, one ten. I hope you're familiar with that account this evening. We're not going to uh, look at it. But it teaches this in verse 19. It states that the Lord there is going to reckoneth with them. That word reckoneth is the same word as account that we just read in Matthew chapter 12 and verse 36. What is the point here? The Bible is filled with this word that something is coming. The reality is, brethren and friends, that every one of us will have a time of reckoning. That doesn't sound too good, does it? Every one of us is going to have a time or a giving of an account. In Romans 14, verses 11 and 12, Paul says, For it is written, As I live, saith the Lord. Now listen to these words. Every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So then every one of us, who does that leave out? Every one of us shall give an account of himself to God. There's our word again in verse 12. Account. There is no doubt a judgment day is coming. If you believe the Bible this evening, mark it down. It's going to happen. Number two, every person is going to keep this appointment. Let me ask you, how many appointments have you had this week? How many appointments do you have coming up? What about in a month? What about in a year? Have you ever missed an appointment? My favorite one is when the doctor calls and cancels your appointment. I've always wondered if I could charge them the $25 for counseling, but I've never succeeded. But in all seriousness, though, the day of judgment will be kept by us and the one who is judging us. In Hebrews 9, 27, it is appointed unto man once to die, and after this, the judgment. And Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes 12, 13 and 14, there the wise preacher says this, Let us hear the whole conclusion of the matter. <clears throat> Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. 
You know, we have a lot of people wandering aimlessly around. What is this life? What is about? What am I supposed to do? What am I going to accomplish? In verse 14, God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. If you want to know what this life is about, it's about preparation for that day of reckoning, that day of judgment that is coming and preparing ourselves. Not a single person is going to miss this appointment. Number three, the one to whom we will give an account. That's real easy. Romans 2 and verse 16. There Paul writing again says, In the day when God shall judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ according to my gospel. Now, brethren, this is a good thing for us, and a lot of people don't like the Bible. A lot of people are trying to get rid of the Bible. A lot of people will only accept portions of the Bible. John 12, 48, Jesus speaking says this, He that rejects me and receives not my words has one that judges him. The word that I have spoken, get this, you ready? The same shall judge him in the last day. There we have it. That is a good thing this evening. That's not doom and gloom. That's a blessing. God is in charge. He sent his son and it is by his word that we are going to be judged. There's no secrets. There's no mysteries. There's no uncertainties. It is clear and to the point. Are we still in that place? Do we still have our blinders on? We're not in a building this evening. We are mentally thinking about, am I prepared for this day of reckoning? Now, for the saved, it's going to be a great day. In Matthew 25, 21, enter thou into the joy of the Lord. Aren't those beautiful words? Do you think about those each day? Will God be able to say that to you? Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. Now, being realistic, being balanced in what the Bible teaches for the lost, it's going to be a very sad day. Hebrews 10, 31, the Bible tells us that it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Number four, the things for which we will give an account. We are going to give an account for how we respond to the gospel. We already looked at John 12 and 48. We're going to give an account for our secrets, though Hebrews 4 and verse 13 says that all things before God are naked or manifest with whom we have to do. We're going to give an account for how we use our bodies. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 10. You ever thought about that? In the day of, prep, uh, of reckoning, we're going to have to answer for how we use our bodies. We'll give an account for our deeds. We'll give an account for the words that we speak. Where we began this evening, every idle word. We're going to give an account for how we use our abilities. And so as we close this evening, there's a day of reckoning that is coming. And every person will keep this appointment. We're going to give an account to the righteous judge, not an unfair one, not one that we've had to bribe or somehow beg and plead, but he is going to base it upon how we responded to the gospel. Tonight, are you a child of God? Do you know with certainty that you are prepared for the day of reckoning? We're going to give an account for our secrets, how we used our bodies, our deeds, our words we spoke and our abilities. Preacher, why such a lesson like this on Wednesday night? If someone were to ask me that question in that manner, that would tell me, and I don't mean this ugly at all, but they are not prepared to make their maker. 
For those that are prepared, it would be a wonderful lesson and one of joy saying, I can't wait. I've been seeking those things which are above. I've been buried with him in baptism and I am ready to go home. It's not about telling our wives of some judgment day. It's about examining ourselves. If that great place were to take, if that great event were to take place in the next moment, before I could finish this lesson and I'm almost done, what words would you hear from the judge? And so as we begin to return back to the reality of life, and here we are worshiping God Almighty, would it be the words, enter thou into the joy of the Lord? Or would it be, depart, I never knew you, ye workers of iniquity? If your answer is a second one, we are here to help you. We will show you what God would have you to do to be a child of his, so that when that day of judgment comes, you are ready to settle the account. And you shall find joy being with God forever. If you're not on that path this evening and we can help you, please come while we stand and while we sing.